0: listening to the State Bar of Texas podcast channel. I'm Jillian Beck. In this episode, we'll hear Rocky Deer of Dallas-based Atlas Legal Research and the host of Texas Bar TV, talking with Texas lawyers and legal professionals about important trends and topics in the law. Hi there, ladies and gentlemen. This is Rocky Deer with Texas Bar TV, coming to you from the State Bar Annual Meeting 2016 here in beautiful Fort Worth. I've got a guy next to me. He just, he just walked in off the street. I don't know who this is. His name is Frank Stevenson. He claims to be the State Bar President. He's, he apparently, like, less than an hour ago. That's about right. First of all, congratulations. Now, you're from Dallas. I am, yes. Yes, absolutely. And, and so you're obviously one of the, one of the big city. Yes, state bar presidents. You know, what is your thought on what the state bar can do for, say, some of the smaller towns and outlying areas
1: of Texas? That's that's a great that's a great question. And obviously, we've had a number of our very finest presidents have been small city presidents. Absolutely. One of the things that we need to be doing is we need to be figuring out ways to better serve the. The, what's called the unmet middle in mm-hmm. the United States. Mm-hmm. And that is people that are above the poverty line, and they're also not affluent. But they're the vast majority of Americans, and they've got everyday American needs in terms of what they're looking for legal help with. Right now, into that space, we have all sorts of non-lawyer providers that are sweeping in to try to sell them services or forms. And that's just simply not in the best interest of the public that we swore to serve. So what we're trying to do is find ways, and it's most acute, really, in rural areas where oftentimes there Mm -hmm. aren't lawyers Mm -hmm. and, uh, and also in your smaller cities and smaller markets. We need to come up with more inventive and more modern delivery methods for legal services because we're simply... These providers are coming in. They're not to be. They're not to be faulted for it. They're responding to a need that, candidly, up until now, the legal profession has not done a good job addressing. Okay, so you've as
0: probably comes as no surprise to you because you're a practicing lawyer. You, I'm, I'm sure you chose your words carefully. You open up a can of worms with that, and good. and and the reason is, and now granted, you could turn the worms into live bait and maybe catch some fish, <laughs> but you, you've opened up a can of worms because. So th- there's this controversy raging about these technology companies with the forms. Yes. And you know some some argue that they're basically reacting to a legal establishment that's intractable. Where it's it's a complex industry that's not willing to change, not willing to adapt, and so technology and these other business models are coming in to make us react or yes. kind of or do an end run around us. Yes. So, what's your reaction to that argument?
1: First of all, just I'm speaking for myself here, and obviously not for the State Bar of Texas. But my reaction is somehow being angry at those providers is is simply most sort of a misinformed, mis sort of directed kind of approach. What they're showing us is a deficiency in our in our own ability to serve Americans that have legal needs. All they're doing is they're the they're they're just the telltale. They're just telling us that this is going on and what we need to do is we need to adopt the way in which we provide legal services. There is no other service that's provided to an average American where someone comes in and says I need this service done and the answer is I can't tell you how much it's going to cost. I'm going to bill you this much an hour and I don't know how long it's going to take. That that is that creates then this incredibly profound bound uh, uh, incredibly high sort of hurdle that most Americans simply aren't able to get over. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't match anything else in their experience. So what these what these entrepreneurial ventures are addressing is they're coming in and they're presenting and packaging legal services in a way that makes sense to most Americans. And our reaction shouldn't be to somehow criticize them. We in some ways maybe should be grateful to them because what we need to do is say, hey, you know what? We need to look at it that ourselves too there is no reason no reason that the legal profession cannot adapt to these kinds of very common sense changes
0: I'm glad you use the word adapt cuz you know the state bar of texas i think one of the only ones in the country that has an actual track called the adaptable lawyer we're mm-hmm. trying to talk about adaptation so mm-hmm. it's it's That's ex- exactly right it's, it's, it's great, great to idea. hear the, the the president kind of you know it's acknowledging a great,
1: it's a great program
0: acknowledging that that aspect of our of our programming but now, what is your answer then? If if it's you know yes, th- there's these technology companies, there's these other solutions, they're sort of reacting in the absence of our adaptation, yes. perhaps. Yes. So, what's your plan now, State Bar President, to maybe
1: address that unmet need? That's a great. That's a great question. The, and I don't mean to be evasive, but the first point to make is it is it is not susceptible to a single cure. There is not going to be a single answer that's going to address this and when instead we need to look for our programs which in some kind of a, a, a creedal way in an additive way that they all work together to help us serve this unmet middle one of the things we need to look at is we need to do a better job of setting up what's called a modest means practice and that is training lawyers not to do kind of arcane, esoteric things, but to serve average, typical American legal needs, landlord-tenant, consumer issues, family law, and also then give them the tools so that they can set up practices by which they can provide for themselves and for their families and these aren't these aren't wacko ideas these are all things that have been that have been tried and tested and actually implemented these are all things that work and what we need to do is survey the landscape across the united states and we need to harvest the very best programs that we think are adaptable to the state of texas we need to bring them here we need to try them together we need to assess them very dispassionately very accurately and then we need to implement the ones that seem to work
0: so i think the Prior to you actually taking office, the, the term that I've heard thrown around that I've seen in the Texas Bar Journal is incubator. Yes, that there's going to be this 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 initiative to create a legal incubator. Yes. So is this is this effectively trying to create a number of solo practitioners? Yes. And encouraging them, tell us a little bit more, maybe. I, th- I think. There are you know, probably going to be a
1: lot of folks, especially law students, that may be very interested. Well, I'm, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping they'll be interested. And it's not just going to be the state bars, it turns out, which is, which is wonderful, wonderful news. The notion of an incubator is you bring in relatively new lawyers, relatively new lawyers, and you, and you have a very, very selective screening process to make sure that you pick those young lawyers that have both the head and the heart to go into a modest means program. And by head, you have to have extremely capable lawyers, and they have to be extremely entrepreneurial. They have to have a great business sense, and they must be able to come up with a good model, and they must be able to stay on course and show discipline. But all across this country, there are over 60 incubators, and many of them are relatively new, but some have several classes worth of alums that are out there, and they actually have set up their own firms, and they're serving this segment of society, and they're making a great living at it. And these it's, are legal incubators? Yes, okay. exactly. Yes. Okay. And what is, what is exciting about this is that when they go back and track, and again, it's, it's a relatively novel idea. So they're not, they're not a, um, there's not a huge pool of mm-hmm. people that have gone through this. But the incidence of these people staying the course, setting up their own law firms, coming up with a modest means practice, and most importantly, making it work for themselves economically, the preliminary indications are enormously, enormously Positive. So,
0: if this thing if this thing takes off, this incubator concept, then do you want to maybe set up some kind of like a legal Shark Tank? Like, do you want to sit in the middle and and kind of be like Kevin O'Leary or
1: something, or like Mark Cuban and <laughs> and, and, and like. And, like, ask them questions. And well, we had a little bit of that yesterday. One of the things that, that, uh, that we've done during this annual meeting, which has actually for me been just was just it's been a great meeting, and this was one of the great high points. But yesterday we had a meeting with a state bar talking about our legal incubator. We had we had deans and professors from every single Texas law school there. I, I saw a, a friend of mine. And I said, "Oh, Dean!" And five guys turned around. So it was a it was just a great it was a great turnout of people that are committed to trying to equip their students to meet this need. And we heard reports from uh, Texas A and M; they're working on an incubator. We heard reports from the San Antonio Bar Foundation; they picked up the incubator idea. Uh, Baylor has a fantastic program called uh, Legal Map Maker, and it's very much it has a lot of incubator features too. It's essentially an incubator as well. So. This is the way we're going to move the needle. One incubator is not going to make a difference because there, there are not that many people that you can put through an incubator and do the job you need to do. But if we're able to replicate this, if we're able to bring in other kinds of initiatives, further technological advancements in terms of the delivery of legal services, putting lawyers in courthouses to help pro se clients, there are all these programs all across the country, statewide legal uh, lawyer referral programs that send people that start out as pro se litigants send them to modest means lawyers who can solve exactly their legal need there are all these initiatives and our and our challenge is is to simply is to simply collect them evaluate them very effectively very carefully think of our own new novel ideas that are driven for our needs here as texans and then begin implementing so i want to
0: talk for a second
1: about what for
0: some might be the elephant in the room okay okay and that's you know your background you're from a big firm yes you're you're from one of you know I won't name the firm cuz we're we're going to be on air but you're from one of the very it's a it's a household name law firm here in Texas i mean it's 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 big and i think that's been your background yes. and you're advocating you know something that effectively big firms have never addressed which yes. is how to hit the middle market i mean yes, you're right. you know as a community big firms are way outpriced for that yeah. so you know how do you I guess maybe it's kind of the irony mm-hmm. of a big firm lawyer saying we need to now address this market and we want we want to create a bunch of solo practitioners. Maybe you know, in a sense, we want to get some other folks to do this for us, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I think it, it, it may be something that goes through people's heads, and so it, you know, it's, and, I'm, and I'm sure you've thought of
1: this, but no, it's, it's a it's a very fair point. It's a very it's a very good point. Um, this is the way I look at it. Um, Nobody, nobody gets to set their own agenda in sure. a job like this. Sure. You, you come along, and whatever the challenge is, that's, that's, that's your agenda. It's, it's, not, it's not something you pick. It's something that's given to you. Um, as Texas lawyers, whether we want to admit it or not, we are in this all together. It's not like our profession can fail, and it only affects this segment or it only affects that segment. It affects every one of us, and the fact that one out of five low-income americans only one out of five get their legal needs met that's tragedy but what's interesting is middle america it's only two out of five it's only two out of five middle income americans get their legal needs met and that's appalling and these are people that if we can figure out a way to do it We can equip them with lawyers, and having a lawyer is better than having something else. It's better than having a form. It's better than having some entrepreneur. It's better than talking to someone at a phone bank that probably is not even a Texas lawyer. It's better than all those things. And we can make that happen, and I'm very committed to making it happen, not just for the the good of this particular segment or that particular segment, because it's essential for the good of of the practice of law in Texas.
0: So I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but it sounds like what you're saying is maybe this is something that Firms of all sizes need to be paying attention to, yes. and, and maybe,
1: maybe supporting this incubator initiative. I mean, is that is that fair? That's, or am I... fa- that's very very fair. And in my own practice, or in the practice of other people that were large firms, we're constantly getting requests from people that are looking for particular tasks to be done. Our friends are looking for lawyers for this, or friends of friends are looking for lawyers for this. My firm, my firm, and other big firms would actually be the absolute best referral. Type of operation for an incubator or for people that were in modest means. So, it, again, it, it's, it happens to be right now, what I view at least, is the most significant challenge to, to the legal profession in Texas. And it's for that reason and because I'm here now, that's why I'm going to address it.
0: Now, one thing you said earlier was that as a state bar president, you don't necessarily set your own agenda. You take what's given to you. Yes. So was that pin given to you? That's pr- that's pretty sweet. <laughs> that, that, that is, I mean, that is, I don't know if you guys can see this it's, where you're sitting, but
1: it, I mean. It's, it's an awesome pin. I wear it with enormous pride. As we've been sitting here, I've seen some of our past presidents walk by. These have been, for me, the lodestars in my professional life. I've, I've circ- circumnavigated against the men and the women that have walked by. So, the thought that I'm somehow in a position to wear this pin, is, uh, is, humbling.
0: We also need to, we also need to talk about something else, and this is not something that was handed to you. This is something that, that looks like you did very much yourself. That is an amazing mustache. <laughs> so I mean, like, you know, well, I, I, it's it's it's. I mean, it's
1: it's like Tom Selleck level. I, well, mean, this I, is, I you know what, I, that that's that's about the kindest thing that's been said about this mustache in about 20 years. And I've I've had it for quite a long time, and I just, I don't know, I don't think I would could function without it. I'm yeah. seeing the
0: dimple in the tie, yeah. and it's it's. I don't know if that's a tailored suit, but boy, it's. I mean, well, it, no, it's a. It's I mean, a, you're a sharp dress. It, you're like a, ZZ Top. I mean, it's, <laughs>
1: it's, <laughs> no, it was it was uh, it was all about it was all about the tie. It really was. That 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 it dimple, dimple is impressive. I, I actually swore to uh, one of the trade associations, and there's a secret society that teaches this. I swore that I wouldn't disclose it, so I I, I just can't do that.
0: You won't even tell me, like off camera. No, I, mean, I, pro- I no. promise not to tell. No, I'm. What if I'm, I grow a mustache?
1: <laughs> well. Then we can talk, okay, then we can talk
0: okay frank it's been a pleasure you, thank know, you I, so really much enjoyed thank really enjoyed much. having you here. Hopefully all of you guys at home will will be following frank's initiatives as president and the incubator con i'm really excited to see how this how this pans out because i think it's it's about time and it and we really need this kind of leadership so Frank, thank you again thank you all of you at home if you didn 't make it out to this Annual meeting, you got to come out next year. It's going to be in Dallas, absolutely. Frank's hometown. You know, yep. you guys, you guys got to come out. You know, you get to meet folks like this. You get to talk about ideas like incubators and and how we can all pitch into this. It's a great initiative, great thank state you. bar. It's a model for other states, and so you guys got to be here. But thank you all for for joining, for listening. Thank you again, Frank. My pleasure. And this is Rocky Deer signing off for Texas Bar TV. We'll see you next time.